Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Are you serious? So this is how to kill an hour. There's loads of ways to kill some time out there. You're about to kill some time with us. My name is Marcus Bronzy, and, and at this moment in time, I'm at my house with my uh, temporary recording setup that I have when I need to whip it out at short notice. And right now is one of those times where I need to whip it out at short notice because E3 is going on in LA as we speak, uh, the largest games conference in the world. Um, I may be corrected in just a moment. And yeah, I'm not out there, but l- we are so lucky to have Miss Louise Blaine out there who, if everything is working, should be on the other side of the line right now. Are you there, Louise? Good morning, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> morning. What time is it now? Because I was supposed to speak to you at 20 minutes ago at 8 a.m. in the UK. It is 22 minutes past midnight here in noisy downtown Los Angeles. Got to be honest, I've, I'm, I'm sorry I've made you wait for 22 minutes past midnight because you must be shattered because loads is going on down yeah. there. You said you're... So you're in downtown LA? Yeah, the lag is real. The lag is very, yeah. very real. But it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, we're out here to play video games and watch conferences and it means that it's really super hot outside. It was like 38 degrees today, which was ridiculous. So I was diving in and out of conferences and it's an amazing place to be. You know, it's, it's not exactly a chore to come this far and talk about video games and see some new games. So it's, it's a good thing. Even being up at this time yeah. talking to your fine self is a good thing. Oh, thank you very much. I mean, I'll tell you what, like, the weather in the UK, uh, conversely, is not as warm as LA. In fact, I don't know if you've heard, but we've had like a cold couple of hours, a couple of days, and uh, it's raining as we speak. I think that I- kind of gritty, nasty side rain that climbs inside your clothes. I think I'd like some rain right now. Marcus, I mean, I've had to, in order to speak to in order to speak to you, I've had to turn the air conditioning off in my Airbnb, so it oh, is no. becoming it's becoming quite toasty. But it's fine because I'll put it on before I go to sleep. But yes, I, I think I could do Fair with enough. some rain. That nice wandering outside and just yeah, I'd like that right now. Bloody hell, two days in LA and you want rain, gee. But um, so like I've been perusing the internet when I've had a spare second here and there, and it's fair to say whatever social media I go on everyone's talking about E3. So before we actually get into it, I just want to say that there was a little bit of worry this year because one of the the big players in the game, Sony, decided to not really have as a presence. How was, so how's it been on, on over the last few days? Or how was it during the lead up to that? Were you kind of concerned about how Sony's lack of presence may affect E3 as a whole? 
Yeah, you know, knowing that E3 is coming up and that PlayStation wasn't going to A, have a conference or B, be on the mm. show floor at all felt really, really odd. But also, you yeah. know, you know, got big players like Activision who aren't here yeah. either. But I say this, I've been here three days and I don't think I've ever had to wade through as much video game news. You know, Microsoft's conference the other day, I mean, they didn't thankfully announce 60 games, but they, you know, they made time <laughs> for 14 and then they stuck loads into their, you know, into their indie stuff. They had Keanu Reeves on stage. You know, we've had Ubisoft today. I mean, we'll, we'll go through it a little bit in detail, but in terms of new game announcements, we had Square Enix talking earlier about, you know, the Final Fantasy VII remake. They're talking about the Avengers game. It's it's wall-to-wall game news, and it's almost as if, you know, despite the fact that PlayStation didn't have any first-party things, you know, they said that they didn't want to just bring out the same games. Despite, you know, not having that, it does seem strange that they didn't do a conference. You know, they could have come out with half the games that Microsoft took on because obviously Microsoft got the pick of the third party ones because they were the yeah. only one there, right? So, I mean, you would think yeah. that you'd think that Sony could have come out and there was a couple of people saying today that Sony could have come out, they could have put, you know, Death Stranding on a stage. They could have been the ones that had, you know, Keanu Reeves or they could have yeah. done this or they could have been announcing the sort of interesting indie games. Meanwhile, something like uh, the PC Gaming Show, which I was at, which is a relatively new show uh, run by PC Gamer. I was there this morning and they had, I don't know if you can hear these sirens in the background, I'm sorry for those. Um, they had, um, they were announcing all kinds of amazing indie titles and new titles that you might normally see. So not normally see even. So it's actually a really interesting time. I feel like we're not missing out on any good video game news, but PlayStation is potentially missing out on getting some attention. Mm, mm. So maybe there's a lesson to be learned from PlayStation there, but I, I'm glad that this year it's all about about games because... I do care about the hardware, Louise, but at the end of the day, for me, it's about the games that we play on them, you know? So I'm, I'm really glad that there's this massive emphasis, it seems, on, on games this year. But but before we crack uh, uh, crack on through what's actually going on out there, what you've seen, um, how rude of us, I've not even properly introduced you to our audience. Do you oh, want to tell us a little bit about, about what you do, who you are? Uh, I'm a games journalist and YouTube producer. So you'll find me, mm. I present on the Logitech G YouTube channel, but yeah. I write about yeah. tech and write about games and talk about tech various places, BBC Scotland, wherever yeah. anyone will let me, really. Nice. Very much in line with what we do here at How to Kill an Hour. I love it, man. And, and we actually caught up last year. It was last year we got to meet in person properly. And, and um, yeah, it's good to finally get you on the show. Sorry it's taken so long. No, it's lovely to be here, all the way in warm LA. I'm just going to yeah. put that in anywhere. I'm just going to get that little dig, yeah. just those blue skies yeah, where you look out in the grey. Yeah. So anyway, to, <laughs> moving yes. on. Talk us through what you've seen. So, so why don't we go through it show by show, experience by experience? What's what's kind of let's get uh, what's hot from each place for me. Okay, so um, I'm trying to think what happened first. EA Play happened first. It happened on Saturday. So the big thing that came out of EA Play uh, was the new Star Wars stuff. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is Respawn Entertainment's single-player uh, campaign Star Wars adventure. And I don't know if you saw, did you watch the... There was a 13-minute gameplay, uh, sort of extended gameplay, gameplay demo. So um, yeah. if, if you watched that, but I actually was at EA Play up in, up in Hollywood and they showed us the 10 minutes that took place before that demo. Ooh. And what was really interesting about it, it was really cool and I don't know why they didn't show it. 
um, but it showed Cal Kestis. Um, it started off in you were in water, and first of all, it was just I, I don't know what you thought about the visuals, but it looks gorgeous. Like it looks ridiculously nice, yeah. and it looks um, it's super cinematic as well. It's got all those that lovely sweeping Star Wars score. But in it, um, Cal Kestis was swimming towards. We didn't play it. Um, it was a respawn entertainment uh, person playing in front of us. But um, Cal climbed up and at at well, here's the question first, Marcus. Do you call them ATAT walkers or do you call them ATAT walkers? I call them ATAT walkers because ATAT, I always find myself tripping over on my words. Okay. Well, up then for this. Is it, what, what are we officially meant to say? Are we I meant don't to, know. I call them ATAT. Uh, at, let's call ATAT. ATAT. We know. The big four legged machines. Four, yes. The big four legged machines. And basically, Cal climbs up one of those. So it's kind of like sort of Shadow of the Colossus, Star Wars style. He climbs up the, the, the sort of hanging moss on the side and the legs are moving and he's jumping between things. And once he's got. Uh, onto the top of it he gets inside where he then murders some stormtroopers with that great lightsaber action which is really cool um, it's proper solid com- pro- it looks like proper solid crunchy lightsaber combat and then um, mm. he actually with his little trusty cute droid who he gets to distract <laughs> the pilots he then literally in sort of Star Wars funny sort of comedic slapstick way he gets them to he uh, gets the stormtroopers hitting their heads off each other and then he takes control of the Atat Walker and then Forrest Whitaker arrives in the front of the Atat, who's playing Saw Gerrera. And um, it's kind of like his introduction to it. And he was in Rogue One, so it kind of ties it all in together. Yeah. So it really just brought in this extra cinematic element. And it showed a little bit more about how the kind of choices we'll have of the ways to do things. Because it does look quite linear. Um, but it was nice to be able to see you can upgrade uh, BD-1, which is the name of your droid. Um, you can mm-hmm. give him new abilities and stuff. So it was really interesting to see this extra layer of Star Wars because it is you'd think we'd be getting hands on with it at this point but it's out in November so it's nice to be able to see yeah. exactly what we'll be doing I imagine we'll get more at Gamescom but um, it's certainly yeah. it's certainly I, I like how it looks yeah my, I mean my, my, my concern on something that I need soothing with is is the gameplay looks amazing how fluid is it when you actually get your hands on a keyboard or a control pad yeah. and and start playing it because it looks cool like I, I i've always when i hear about star wars games i always want to have a lightsaber and i want to be using the force to kind of you know throw people around with my yeah. force power or, 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 or i want to use a lightsaber to you know deflect some lasers and stuff and you can be a jedi in this do you know what i mean and i think that's what is amazing. So if you're into that side of things, as opposed to kind of the flying the ships around, that is a great kind of vibe for the game. And, and it's a shame you didn't get any hands on with it, though. Yeah, oh, I, I thought I you know. might have a little touch there. No, yeah. none of that. Okay. No. Yeah. But yeah, that was okay, the big thing cool. for EA Play. And to be quite honest, if we're going to go through the games like this, we're going to be here for a very, very long time. So let's do a quick. We'll do a quick hit of the things that mm-hmm. people definitely need to see. So uh, at the Microsoft conference. Um, mm-hmm. They brought out, as we said earlier, they brought out Keanu Reeves. They brought out a release date. They announced the release mm-hmm. date for Cyberpunk, which is April 2020. Um, and yes. April 2020 is really filling up. 2020 itself, we've got um, Avengers in May. Uh, we've got yeah. we've got Watch Dogs coming in March. Um, mm-hmm. we, it's going to be a big. It's going to be a big start of next year. It's kind of nice to see the calendar filling up now, um, especially for mm. the of Star Wars. We've got Doom coming this November. It, and it, it's quite good to be able to see things filling up because it was feeling a bit bare. I know at least we've got plans yeah. um, for, mm. what's, for what's coming. 
everyone's kind of laid their cards on the table and we can see what is on the horizon. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, obviously you don't want to talk tech, you want to talk games, but we've got to talk about the fact that Xbox, they didn't make a big deal mm. of it, but Xbox Scarlet, um, they've still not given it a name yet, uh, will Project be, Scarlet, yeah. Project Scarlet will be four times more powerful than the Xbox Ooh. One X. It will have 8K gameplay, and it will have 120 frames a second. And it, again, like we know the PS5 will have, it's going to have a next generation SSD. So we know that people, that uh, developers want to get rid of all those loading times and everything wants to be faster, basically. So that seems to be the yeah. big focus. But again, Microsoft also announced uh, their xCloud uh, is also coming. And, you know, cloud tech has kind of been creeping in a little bit and subscription services to pretty much every conference. You know, uh, Uplay today, uh, Ubisoft announced that Uplay is actually going to be with, uh, working with Stadia. So you can actually now with a PC subscription to Uplay, you can spend £15 or $15 a month and get access to all of Ubisoft's titles and that will work with Stadia. So while there is focus on, you know, the next year's big consoles, cloud, the cloud is coming. Stadia is coming in November and people are gently reminding us that we won't, won't potentially, if we've got the internet and we've got the bandwidth for it, we won't always need these consoles to play the latest games. How far away do you think we are from that? Or do you think there's always going to be a place for physical copies of games? Because as we get 8K gameplay and larger, more expansive worlds, games are getting bigger, quite literally. Yeah, they are. I mean, games are getting bigger, but you know, the, the one of the ways that they proved... I, I say proved with you know rabbit ears here uh, that it would work <laughs> was they used Assassin's Creed Odyssey now that is a big game that is a huge yeah. sprawling ancient Greek game but what it depends on it depends on your internet That's and that's the thing is can we always guarantee mm. that we'll have a completely uninterrupted internet imagine you got to a specific boss in Sekiro and you've got Ooh. their health down to the very last moment and your internet yeah. does a blip and you die because of your internet. Could you, I mean, could you forgive your internet? What would you be ripping wires out of the walls? So I think while we still have internet, you know, issues, we are absolutely going to need these beasts under our TV. But I think over the next five years, we're going to see massive changes. I think this is just, this is just the seeding of it. But I think mm. we're going to see huge changes. Awesome. I look forward to that. Right. So, um, so you, is that, is that, is that the end of your round down? Cause I know it's late and I know you want to get to, I want to get to bed soon. So are you, are you done with it? Have you got any more juice that you want to give us? Well, I mean, I can't, everyone has absolutely been anyone that's, there's been some people that have played, uh, Watch Dogs Legion already. I'm playing Ooh. it. I'm playing it on Wednesday and at okay. Ubisoft's conference today, it, it, really knocked out of the park the fact that you can now it's this you know brexit post brexit london i kind of love the fact that post brexit london <laughs> is a, it's now like post-apocalypse stuff like Jesus, i love yeah. that that's a thing but um the the thing about watchdogs legion and it's from mm -hmm. the creative director is clint hawking who previously made far cry 2 um it is you can collect people around the world it's not like it's not like in driver san francisco where you could just press a button and you'd be inside someone's head but what it means is you can see people on the street you can hire them you can build a relationship with them and then you can add them to your select number of sort of de uh, set people that you can become part of and then you play yeah. like an origins mission and then you kind of induct them into dead sick and everything you do makes a difference so you know 
you, maybe someone didn't trust DeadSec, but then you worked towards them. And I was reading uh, Sam Roberts of PC Gamer had already played it and basically said that um, he was playing as a goon that he'd put in hospital um, who didn't trust DeadSec, but he'd given him sort of healthcare and helped him and then made him care and brought him in. So there's all these amazing narrative storylines and all the NPCs change dependent on your behaviour. So it's not just like skipping from person to person. Everything changes dependent on how you play. And also one big thing is it's got permadeath. So if you get quite attached to maybe playing 20 or 30 hours as the grandma that was in the demo today, the the really murderous pensioner who was amazing, if you get really attached but then they fall in battle, they're gone. They're dead. They are absolutely, they're out of the picture. So it's um, it's going to be really interesting that not is this world change around you or that you can play multiple characters, but you'll become attached to them and you're not just going to respawn at the latest checkpoint. You're gone. So it feels... So it's another level of realism yeah. that they've added into this. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that genuinely feels like something really, really special. And I, I can't wait to play it. I cannot wait to play it. Okay, are you a fan of the Watch Dogs franchise anyway? Because I always feel like Watch Dogs has been a game that's every title that they've released, they've kind of tried to push the boundaries of what's capable in gaming at that moment in time. Well, I didn't love the first Watch Dogs, but in terms yeah. of, um, I really liked the second one. I loved San Francisco as a city. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. I thought the characters were fun. I thought the tech was great. The fact that you could hack cars while you were driving <clears> along, if you wanted cars sick, to yeah. move out of the way, that was amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I did not expect it to go in this direction at all. But I'm really happy it has. Mm. Um, in terms of other things that I've seen, I guess. Um, I, I love the fact that the PC gaming show is a thing. I love that lots of we saw lots of games there. We saw Man Eater, which is a shark RPG or a shar PG, <laughs> you know. Or we saw RPG. Like RPG. We saw or there's uh, Zombie Army Four. Um, that's coming. So that's coming from Rebellion, and so is Evil Genius Two, which is a layer management game where you get to be the ultimate supervillain. Uh, Vampire, yes. the Masquerade, Bloodlines, you know, we've got we've got so much coming. On, it's, it's just all in the horizon. And this is before we even get, you know, the next Xbox or PS5. So there are still so many games to play. And yeah, so hopefully I'll speak to you a little later in the week when I've actually played some things. Because I'm looking forward to playing Borderlands. I'm looking forward to playing uh, Watch Dogs. But yeah. And, oh, I'm also looking yeah. forward to playing Dying Light 2, which is obviously Techland's post post apocalypse because it's even further after the apocalypse so there's going to be there's so much to play and so much to kind of kind of map into your diary of what's coming this year okay well yeah let's definitely have a catch up when you've played a few more games uh thank you so much for having a chat with us at let me know it's 20 to 1 in the morning in la right now so thank you for staying up i know you're going to need some seat now thanks for giving us the update of the pre E3 conferences I'm really really excited to hear what you catch up with what you get on with with the rest of the week and um, yeah thanks for sharing that with our listeners man you're welcome I can't wait to play and catch up with you later so that was uh, Louise Blaine here with us and How to Kill an Hour giving us the update of the pre-show antics make sure you check out our show in a couple of days where we'll find out exactly what went on at E3 I've been Marcus Bronzy thank you for killing some time with us we'll be in your ears soon 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.